0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marcia Collier, and we're here to bring you the latest news and reviews on everything tech related. Lots of good stuff to talk about. Marsha, how are you?
0: Yeah, we have a lot of – we specialize in short things. We have stuff that we think you need to know because there's so much going on in tech right now that uh, – chatbots are everywhere. Have you noticed that? I mean, you hear the news on the radio, on TV. Oh, chatbots. Oh, chatbot GPT-4, all that. I mean, I'm personally getting sick of it because i just wonder does anyone have a real job where they have to do anything else than futz around <laughs> yeah exactly. chat gpt
1: yeah <laughs> it's the big thing i mean i am telling you all the companies that are involved in uh, uh j- chat or you know ai at this moment have been going crazy everybody thinks it's the future of everything you know
0: yeah With, they thought the metaverse was the future of everything yeah, exactly. do you remember that yeah right exactly. we were, we were going to all live in the metaverse and yeah. big companies i never thought were- that
1: I always thought it was kind you of you and a dumb... I never thought that yeah.
0: because we tried that crap what a decade ago. Oh gosh, yeah,
1: you know, <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but a lot of people like you and I get dizzy when we use, you know, the uh, the glasses, and you know, that's not, not everybody, obviously, but who cares? I mean, there's plenty of video games you can play where you're kind of in the metaverse without creating a whole new company for Facebook. So
0: yeah, we uh, I think we kind of need to get better at talking to real people. Just <laughs> yeah. saying. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Oh my God! So well, chat. Um, well, I
1: mean, the Chat GPT. I mean, literally, it's everywhere. OpenAI launched free Chat GPT for your iPhone now. So there's okay. an iPhone. You know, that's you, coming apparently to Android soon too.
0: Yeah. Well, there. The weird thing about this, and I want everybody to know, there are a bazillion Chat GPT Open AI clones that are not Chat GPT and Correct. i know at the app store and in the google play store google and apple are playing whack-a-mole trying to get rid of them yeah because the point is if you subscribe to chat GP, GP plus which is nice and you download the app oh i want to subscribe that's 20 dollars a month right you better be really using it if you're <laughs> if you're going to be spending that kind of money right yep yep and the problem is a lot of the Mimic apps use ChatGPT and you ask your question and it doesn't finish the answer and it says, you know, $2 for the rest of the answer. Right. <laughs> so, you know, people who are going to do bad things do bad things. And it it's just difficult. Just be very careful if you really want to download the app for your phone. Be sure that OpenAI is the developer.
1: Right. Yeah, you can be sure there are scams, as you say, out there, and there's a lot of So many stuff.
0: scams. So many yeah. scams.
1: Uh, and since Bing started offering it on their iPhone, they've had a boost in their downloads. So people want to use this thing. How long it'll last? If Will it be forever? Who knows? But there's definitely people that want to use it.
0: And I read an interesting article in Fortune magazine that the business productivity – has gone down and not recovered for the lack of productivity during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So whatever people are doing, they are not doing their work. And, you know, I think if you really want to learn about ChatGPT, search for the articles that teach you prompt. Research it before you putz around with it yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun to use. and, And honestly... I've used it a couple of times just for fun, you know, create a story about this. But I have, for the most part, I'm not using it at all, you know. Well,
0: honestly, I really decided to give it a real try, something about an upcoming trip I'm having. I asked it some questions. It didn't tell me anything I didn't know already. There was no big mystery. And I heard that ChatGPT for iPhone is going to support Whisper. Yes, correct. Did you see that? Yep. Yep. And that enables voice input? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: (laughs) I mean, we'll see. I
0: kind of thought if you tap the microphone on your keyboard, you always had voice input.
1: Right. Well, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's really going to be interesting to see where this goes. I'm not at the uh, metaverse, this is never going to work level, because I think AI is going to be incredibly important going forward and billions of applications, but it's a matter of whether the common person is going to continue to find it funny and cute and use it, or is it going to be more specialized in the business world, which it seems to be right now, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you have to know what you're doing. Well, you do. And there are jobs now for people who are prompt experts.
1: Yes, correct. So I
0: really recommend you learn what you're doing before you start wasting hours with it. Yeah, exactly. And iPhones... are going to be able to speak in your own voice with 15 minutes of training. I have a lot of problems with this. I have a lot of good feelings about this. How do you feel?
1: Well, you know, I guess it's okay. I I suppose I would actually have to try it to see what I think. Do I think is it odd hearing my own voice talk back to me? Um, I think it'll be probably one of those things that's kind of fun to use at first and then go, I don't care, you know.
0: Well, but you see, the thing is, it wasn't meant as a fun thing. It's an accessibility feature, right. like for those who are blind or have low vision sure. or um, people with Lou Gehrig's g- disease. Think of mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Hawking, You know that yes. kind of thing. That's great. But what happens? Hello, again, putting horse before cart or cart before horse. Uh, what about security? What if you've trained your voice to speak in uh, your phone, to speak in your voice? Mm-hmm. Somebody gets hold of your phone and calls somebody else. Yeah. And is being you.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very difficult to see. You know, there's always a downside to to the new technologies we run across. And we'll, uh, I guess as time goes on, we'll get a better handle on how this is going to work.
0: But, but why isn't the horse that we put before the cart... Why isn't it security first? I don't yeah. understand that,
1: and you would think that would be a real case, considering how many breaches and how many horrible things you hear about weekly that just blow up the world, and we continue to not worry about privacy probably as much as we should, or security
0: well, I have to tell you that um I got an email from a collection agency Uh-oh. i i and I said, because oh, this is spam and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And I searched, you know, I went up, dropped down, and got the uh, email address and searched the website. Yeah, it was a legit collection agency. Oh wow, Marsha Marsha Y. Collier, please pay your bills hmm. because it isn't me. But you see, this is where it all leads to: um, impersonation of people on the web, with all the information of ours that are out there, you need to keep checking your credit report and stuff like that very carefully to be sure new accounts haven't been opened up in your name.
1: Yeah, which is why we use, uh, what do we use? LifeLock. LifeLock, thank you, that that when a new account is opened up in your name or someone tries to use your social security number, they alert you, and that's a valuable service.
0: You know, checking, and I found since Norton bought them, (laughs) they're not quite as good At contacting people. I haven't been contacted in a
1: long while, so I don't know if that's... Exactly.
0: And I have been contacted by Mm haveibeenpwned.com about my data being stolen. Interesting. So in that case, I think it's important to go back to LifeLock and check your credit report and see what accounts are open. Right. You know, be sure there's nothing weird in there because... Yeah. Creepy. Okay. Security, please.
1: Yeah. All right. So we've been, we've had Windows 11 now a year. Can't quite remember when it actually first came out. And
0: you updated one of your computers to it.
1: I did. I've had a couple of interesting experiences with Windows 11. Uh, I took an older computer, not old, old, you know, let's say it's two or three years old and I upgraded and that computer took about 14 hours to upgrade to Windows 11. And then I took another computer that I had and it took about an hour. So, you know, it obviously has to do with the speed of your computer and other things. But overall, it was okay. Um, Then I have a new computer, fairly new computer that came with Windows 11. So the computer that has Windows 11 works fine, don't have any issues with it. A lot of people don't like some of the things we're going to talk about. But let's talk a little bit about some of the reasons maybe you shouldn't upgrade to Windows 11.
0: Well, I want to tell you that I haven't upgraded the main computer that I do the show on. I haven't. I'm trying not to upgrade the Huawei computer that I have. I'm going to have to go into settings and tell it to just stop. Yeah. Um, I upgraded my Dell XPS, which you know is only a couple years old. I mean, I bought the fanciest Dell I could find, and I was ready for the pandemic to be over and to travel, and uh, nothing happened. But anyway... I let that because it was the most recent computer so you figure the most recent computer can do the best job, right? In theory. Now I'm having trouble with yeah. printer drivers and and I'm going to have to go through all this tap dance myself, you know, that that didn't come with the upgrades. You remember like the old days where you had of to course. fix things? I don't want to be doing that. I'm just not going to use the computer.
1: Yeah, well, that's a problem. I mean, fortunately, you and I are lucky enough to have multiple computers, but not everybody in the world has that. So you've got to uh, you've take into consideration a number of things. I mean, first of all, you might have to buy a new computer to get Windows 11. Uh, Maybe you a...
0: don't want Windows 11 because Windows 10 does everything just fine.
1: Well, right. <laughs> you can't buy a new computer with Windows 10 anymore. So unless it's used, or you know, you,
0: on eBay, uh, so you're going to get Amazon. Windows
1: 11 regardless of what you do. But if your old computer, if you do want to upgrade your old computer, uh, you may not be able to because it may be older chips are on board. Uh, you can't install the OS. You know, uh, maybe the PC runs a 32-bit processor instead of the 64-bit. So that's number one. You might, and need... that's
0: okay because yeah. Windows 10 is stable on your computer, and you just leave it as that and let the security updates go through.
1: Right until such a time as they don't support those, and Windows 10 will be supported for for a while. So I don't. Think yeah, have to I have a
0: feeling that Windows 10 is going to be the new Windows 7. You know, yeah. that keep kept going and going and going.
1: Well, they're they're on a big campaign. I mean, every uh, this computer I use for the show um, does not. I you know I get every maybe week or two. So it's time to upgrade to Windows 11 for free. Well, great. I don't want to go away, and then they right. don't give you the option of go away right. forever. It says remind me in three days.
0: Well, you know, right. Enough I, I got this on this computer when I turned it on. Now, how do we stop that, Mark?
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a setting somewhere that I haven't bothered to look for, but it just pops up. Hey, when you sign on, let's do Windows 11. So there's a big push for that. Uh, So that's one of the things. Secondly, people say the Windows 10 taskbar is better. It is. Um, I
0: can't find anything anymore on Windows 11. I'm looking around for File Explorer, you know, because I, I go to my files and my directories to open documents, things like that. And it it's not there. I have to type in File Explorer. Well, that's what I was going to say. 11. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. Um, yeah, that's not
0: easy as clicking.
1: <laughs> no, it is definitely not as easy as clicking. No question about that. So that's one. So, like I say, Windows. They say that Windows 10 Start menu is better as well. I haven't noticed this as much of a problem, frankly. But some people do. You know, they get I have noticed things.
0: it. I don't like it. I don't like. I like the look, the overall look of Windows 11 but I do not like its function.
1: Interesting. All right. Well, Windows 10, according to this, like I say, the uh, the startup menu is better. So uh, that's one to, you know, take a look at. And then let's see, what other reasons have we got here? Okay, so if you want to, if you're not sure about it, uh, they are now talking about ads are coming in Windows 11. Microsoft is taking what they call badges and inserting them to the operating system, such as your start menu, your search box, your notification page, and things are going to pop up and ads are going to pop up in there. So that may be one of the big reasons that Microsoft is pushing to get you to upgrade to Windows 11. Which is why
0: I highly recommend anybody there are all over the web, (coughs) excuse me, legit copies of Microsoft Office 2021 Mm -hmm. at a highly discounted price. And that isn't the the on-the-web version. It's only good for one computer. Right. And I bought it. I'm holding it in my Microsoft thing for my next computer. Yeah, there you go.
1: Uh, apparently, according to to this article, Windows 11 tablet experience isn't as good as Windows 10. I Great. don't have a Windows tablet. I don't know whether that's true or not. But uh, this particular writer says not as good. So well, the thing you...
0: is, pretty much we use tablets either uh, iOS or OS, iPadOS or mm-hmm. Android. Uh, really, I haven't seen a Windows l- a tablet in a long time, have you? Yeah,
1: I haven't either, but they're around. Uh, the Surface tablet, I think, is still floating around.
0: Yeah, that's not a tablet. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, Windows 11 requires you to sign into a Microsoft account that I can attest to. When you get in, they you have to sign in with your Microsoft account. Maybe you don't want to do that. So yeah, it, I
0: have to do that every time I sign into a computer now. Yeah. It just pisses me off.
1: Yeah, so that's that's kind of annoying. Uh, let's see. What other things you can also... The Action Center that you used to have is gone in Windows yeah, 11. I know. It no? sucks. Yeah? Did you use <laughs> you that would, a lot?
0: I, yeah, I, I used everything in Windows 10. I liked everything about Windows 10. I, I just really, you know, they cut off back up to your drive. Right. And now I have to reset up everything for it to do that. I don't want to reset up everything. You're Microsoft. You freaking figure it out. <laughs> I mean, you're forcing me onto it. Anyway, uh, enough on Windows 11. Yeah. Did you hear about debt collectors using AI chatbot?
1: I did not. Not until you sent me the story.
0: Oh, yeah. So, by the way, it wasn't me. That was Marsha Y. Collier.
1: Oh, Marsha Y. Please. I remember Marsha Y.
0: Yeah, pay your bills. Yeah. But I now, can you imagine, because we've heard how bad debt collectors harass people, right? I mean, you've heard yes, it's going to be horrible. I mean, they call morning, night work, and there are laws to protect people. But now they're going to use AI-powered debt collectors, mm-hmm. and one company says it's going to change debt collection forever. Bring it into a new era of debt collecting. Whee! Uh, mm-hmm. So they'll, aside from the robocalls, AI box, text-to-speech capabilities, they're going to be texting you. They're going to be fine. They'll know where you are. Right. Human agents could use can use AI at every stage of the collection process. Mm-hmm. Um, delivering instant scalability through end-to-end automation. So now yeah. people don't even have to do this. The machines can harass people who owe money.
1: And this says uh, they can make millions of outbound calls in a few days. Well, yeah, not so good. Great. This yeah, is terrible. Yeah, not so good. This yes. is
0: terrible because really, it it affects people who really. The, this this person who I, I got, the mistaken thing, it wasn't a lot of money that they owed. And it's obviously predatory debt and mm-hmm. interest psych, you know, rates. Oh, sure. And that exacerbate poverty by keeping people trapped in a never-ending cycle of rising interest. And if they don't pay one credit card because of AI and because of the connectivity of everything, mm-hmm. the interest rates of everything – Every oh, credit ridiculous. card they have go up, and I've heard some people have as high as a twenty five percent interest rate. Oh,
1: absolutely! <sighs> I, I don't. I've never understood how the government has not stepped Allows in this.
0: I feel and
1: like- yeah, I mean, there's usurious rates—you uh, know, twenty five percent—that's insane. Uh, you're probably better off going to your local bookie or your local, you know, loan shark. And get a better rate than some of these credit card companies are.
0: Well, I got to tell you, I highly recommend pawn shops now. (laughs) Yeah. And in case you don't know, pawn shop, you can bring like your tech that you're not using to them. And they'll give you a loan on it or they'll buy it outright. And if you have to raise money quickly, you can do it with jewelry. You can. I've never done it, but I know people who have and you can raise money really quickly just mm-hmm. get out of the claws of the credit card people
1: yeah yeah that's I, very, I know it's an old
0: fashioned way and and the kids gen z i was reading articles this week are now dealing in cash do you remember back in the day when banks used to give you your money in envelopes oh sure right so it was a whole article and i don't remember who ran it but literally the kids have An envelope for rent, an envelope for vacation, an envelope – now, granted, this may not be the most efficient way to save your money, but playing with the actual paper makes a big difference. And now we have a whole generation coming up that is using paper money. Right. And I love it because this so goes against – forgive me – government control of our money spending – through making everything cyber. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good thing, and it'll be interesting to see how it rolls out.
1: Uh, by the way, no buy of the week today. Why? Because I forgot. So You
0: know, hey, hey, there's lots of buys out on the Internet, just Memorial Day sale everywhere. Just Yeah, people, go, go
1: look for your own buy of the week. I've been doing this for 22 <laughs> years. Get your own. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right, so Google is going to start deleting inactive accounts in Gmail, Docs, YouTube, um, and probably not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, you know the thing is, I've got old email accounts that I can't access mm-hmm. <laughs> that I still see on the internet. I don't. You can't take away a an account unless you know the password, right? And you don't remember the password, and it was long before we had password apps. Right. So, I guess it's important, but I guess this also reminds us that every once in a while you need to go to your Google or Apple account with an external hard drive Mm -hmm. and download everything.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea. Never hurts. Forever we've said on the show, backup, backup, backup. So, you should do that. But we've been relying
0: on the cloud to backup, but now, and it does make sense that they will, you know, if... Account is inactive after two years, that they'll delete everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you had photos, would you had things? If you can at all access it, please do yourself a favor. Somehow get to that account and back it up.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, good idea. So also uh, Google to One,
0: which is an app for mm-hmm. Android. Yeah, I'm sure Apple has an equal kind of app. It's like Control Center for your account. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what Apple calls it, but it's called Google One on Android, and that's where you buy extra space and whatever. But a very cool thing, um, of all the things we whine about on this show, is that they now have a new tool in this app. Uh, You open Google One for Android, and you're going to see a VPN card. In the home feed, well, this is because Google offers a VPN to their Google One subscribers when you buy more space. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll get into that for in a second. But um, if you tap on that, it'll show a whole your network info section, and it will give you your VPN status if you're using it or not, uh, your IP address, and your network, which is your ISP or carrier if you've enabled the google one vpn both lines change to hidden so blah 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 that means you're using a vpn this is their way of trying to make you feel super secure by mm-hmm. using a vpn i so when i'm out of the house i do use a vpn and i use express vpn Which is because it's rated the highest. And I'm sure Google is great. I just don't want Google having everything I own. It's just a thing for me.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, why? You're 100% correct. So got to be careful with everything that we do these days. Definitely.
0: So, yeah, it's a nice tool. If you want your IP address and you have that app, you can just go to it and find it easily.
1: Okay. That's good to know. So uh, talk a little bit about electric cars and, you know, the the debate that goes on endlessly. Am I really saving money using electric, you know, using an electric car? You know, how much am I spending? Uh, I think Tesla sends you out a notification that says this year you save blah, blah, blah over gasoline-powered engines.
0: Yeah, how do but, they know? Yeah, well,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> and they are now talking about, I mean, Toyota is actually had an interesting story about what they're going to make one electric vehicle, correct?
0: Just, yeah, just one EV in the world. It's the BZ4X. Um, It still expects, just despite what California's BS is, to make cars powered by internal combustion engines. And just so you know, the acronym for that is ICE, if -hmm. you see it. And they're going to make them through 2050. And argues that using a 100-kilowatt battery, using a 100-kilowatt battery to make six plug-in hybrids or 90 hybrids instead of one EV results in a greater reduction of carbon dioxide. So wait a minute. So what it's saying here is that you make six hybrid cars, and in the production of those cars, you're saving innate – Carbon dioxide. You're saving the uh, environment by doing mm-hmm. that, and they also have been investing in hydrogen fuel cell technology. Toyota. It's this is a really interesting article. It's in Car and Driver. Um, Google Toyota. It's their latest article. Um, their hydrogen fuel cell technology. They raced a Yaris that used hydrogen combustion. And they say, quote, carbon neutrality is not about having one single choice, but keeping the options open, cause, unquote. So let's face it, we don't really know what's going to work out. I mean, the infrastructure for electronic car EVs in California is really bad. Um, I've read so many articles about people having stress. You know, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? And if they run out of juice, they run out of juice. Right. I, I I don't know how you solve the problem, but I'm not diving into that area un, until I'm sure that they've figured it out. Because I you know, want to save the environment like yeah, everybody California
1: else. is 2035, won't allow manufacturing of electric uh, of vehicles in the state. I find it hard to believe that that's going to hold up. But we'll see. You know, who knows what's going to happen twelve years from now, or how many uh, years? Well, is they're
0: that? they're cocking up the the uh, ec- economy in California altogether. So there's just... yeah. yeah well, it'll be very interesting
1: of, to see where that goes. But
0: we'll see. It, but speaking of uh, things that we had a lot of hope in, mm-hmm. that we're not quite sure about. Yeah. What about drones?
1: Yeah, where's my pizza delivery drone?
0: Right. I haven't saw seen that all yet. those videos with Amazon Air with the little box attached. Remember? Right. Yep. And dropping them off in a cornfield or mm-hmm. something. Well, it seems that Amazon Prime Air, they hoped for 10,000 drone deliveries this year. But it's only done 100.
1: Oh, well, that's not a lot. <laughs> not in the scheme of life, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just like, lovely idea, folks. How much money are you spending? you know, trying to develop this, where how many years have you been working on it? And it's clearly not working.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, apparently Jeff Bezos announced plans for drone deliveries in late 2013. There you go. Ten ten years years. later, I still haven't seen one. I don't know anybody that's seen a drone delivery. And And, and, I mean, I think it's an interesting idea, but I don't know. That's that's another one of those things to me that probably is never going to work.
0: Now, and, Walmart says it has completed over six thousand deliveries across seven states in the South.
1: That's interesting. Okay,
0: but still, it's and been who is 10 it? Years. Is it uh,
1: Bob or uh, or Joanne are sitting in the headquarters flying these drones? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, well, who, who's flying these things? You know, I yeah, know the quick- military and how they do it, but you know, yeah. I guess there is some Walmart center where the drone pilots are flying these things all over the place.
0: Well, the truth is tech jobs are falling apart. People are being laid off, and there's no new jobs. Uh, You've heard this too, Mark, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean that we're losing white-collar jobs like crazy. Oh, sure. If you have a chance to learn how to be an electrician, a plumber – or a roofer, or something that is not going to go away.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I
0: would recommend you do that, or can try and make your kid go in that direction. Because right. with yeah. ChatGPT and all the computers, white collar jobs are going away.
1: Yeah, it's very difficult. I remember the old joke about the uh, the plumber that got into the accident with the electrician. And they wouldn't have been such a big deal except for the fact that it was the first time that a Bentley had crashed into a Rolls-Royce. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. They are not inexpensive to have plumbers or electricians come to your house.
0: And good ones yeah. are well, really yeah. hard to find. Yeah. So, I got a great plumber know? if anybody needs
1: one. So, yeah. I got
0: a great plumber too. Yeah. But, you know, apprenticeship is something people should be looking at now too. Right. Yeah. Like that, that's a great way to learn yeah. all this stuff.
1: Um, all right. So, so, Mark,
0: how many websites are on the internet?
1: Oh, three. <laughs> uh, three or four. I mean, this was an interesting story about how many, as Marcia just said, how many websites are on the internet. Well, apparently, according to Cytify, Citef, Cite, I guess, there are 1.13 billion websites on the internet of which only 18% are actually active. So that means it's about 200 million active websites that are That's not a
0: lot worldwide.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's really interesting. They estimate that about 10,500 new websites are created every hour. I mean, that's really interesting. And a lot of people, you know, set up websites. Oh, this is cool. Uh, my own website, I'm going to sell my this or do that or, or you know, talk about my opinions. And then they just fade away and, and they never take them down. So, and the only way that most people I think end up taking these down is there are hosting services that you pay to host your website. So if you're getting billed for it, yeah, you're probably going to take it down. But if it's up there and you're not getting billed for it and it's dormant, then you probably will forget about it and leave it alone.
0: Well, you know, and everybody starts a business. And they want to immediately start a website. Mm -hmm. And it's not always the smartest thing. You need to know what you're doing. Plan ahead. Oh, sure. Uh, There was a recent article in the LA Times, Mark. I'll send you the logo. uh, I mean, the link. Mm -hmm. That people who've been on Shark Tank with all the experts, all the very smart people that Mm -hmm. Damon John or all these people have, they launch a website and it screws up. Right. I mean, how is that going on in this day and age?
1: Yeah, hard to believe. I mean, it, even it finding really a, a good webmaster is a problem. Uh, my oh, daughter's a marriage and family therapist. Yes. And she went through hell trying. She didn't do it said herself. She hired somebody to do it. And finding somebody good to do that can be very, very difficult.
0: Which is why I haven't updated my website. I had right. someone work on my website then. I couldn't get back into it. Yeah. It's and a then it was just paying more money and more money. And. Uh, Screw it already.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. And, you know, if you get your business off of a website, which many businesses do, uh, it creates a problem. You know, so um, so that, you know, there's a lot of them around. Like I say, more than a billion websites floating around there. And I'm sure you have them and I have them and everybody has, you know, some kind of website. So lots of them floating around. Now, this um,
0: last story I just put in because I wanted to make you smile before we please. do streaming.
1: I need smiling.
0: Um, on my website, com. I plan on updating this page. I have a internet acronyms uh, page, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a glossary for, okay. you know, you you get the things BRB, right? Be right yep. back. So a lot of them we know. Yep. But what if you got an email that said GFY? What do you think?
1: GFY. Good for you?
0: Yeah, actually, that's it. Wow. The last person I mentioned it to thought it was go f u. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to really learn these. So I, I found a few that people okay. may not know that they may see. Mm-hmm. Um, we can we can skip through a lot of them and you can do some of them eli5 this is an important one explain E-O-I-5. it like i'm 5
1: every eli5 e o i every other no e l o e l
0: i 5
1: explain
0: lot. like i'm 5 okay which means just give me the short version let me know tell it to me like i'm 5 years old right explain the answer so that's a very popular one, SMH. You got to know. You know that, right?
1: SMH. SMH. Shaking my head. Oh, okay.
0: Tbh.
1: Tbh. God, do you think I know these? The best Tbh.
0: To be honest.
1: Okay. Yeah. What she said. Now
0: here's one I know. You know. NSFW.
1: Well, NFS is non sufficient funds. W. <laughs>
0: Not safe for work. This is something you put in the subject line of an email or a text, which means you shouldn't open the link in front of employees. Oh, funny. Because it's probably dirty stuff. (laughs) Okay. JSYK, just so you know.
1: Just, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. HMU, hit me up. Mark, you got to keep this list and study it so you know. Yeah, I guess I'll I'm going to test you soon. My personal favorite also, TL, semicolon, D-R. And this is something I keep in my head when I write my books and to keep things short. And occasionally I come up to a New York Times article on the weekend and it's like a 10-minute read and I'm going, "Uh, it's TLDR. And that means too long didn't read. And a lot of people will give you the highlights of the article in the beginning and they'll say TLDR question mark and they'll give like bullet points about the article, which is uh, very helpful.
1: I like the uh, I-Y-K-Y-K, if you know, you know.
0: You know. That's you know, where, you know. You got to know this stuff.
1: You got to know, you got to know. Okay, so you, those are cool. Do. Those yeah. are cool. Um,
0: A-F-A-I-K.
1: Okay, yes. Would as you say far K- as A- I know. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: Okay, yeah, okay so let's jump. Jo- you have to study these. We'll get back to those next week. And, uh, you know, it's time for us to talk about streaming. I want to tell you, you, I I saw the movie Air last night.
1: I watched it yesterday, too.
0: And I am telling you, it was, I thought it was excellent. I don't understand the people who didn't like it.
1: (laughs) Oh, I liked it. it got great reviews. I think it had like a 90-something plus on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Oh, you should have seen, if you Google it and see the opening reviews, you know, back when it opened in March. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, they were brutal against it.
1: Oh, no, I thought it was I a very good It was good, great. Uh, I thought yeah, it was a very entertaining wonderful. movie.
0: And it kept you engaged. And it was interesting. And even if you're not into basketball, it's about Nike Air, Air Jordan, and how it came to be. It's a business story. It's a sports story. It's a people story. Very
1: entertaining. It's, and it's very interesting that I'm sure you noticed this because halfway through, I said to my wife, wait a minute. The actor who's playing Michael Jordan, they never show his face. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. obviously, they they wanted to keep it pure, as if it were really uh, Michael Jordan. And uh, it's it's a and good story. Viola
0: Davis does an excellent job. Oh, she's great. Job. She's excellent always great in everything. Job.
1: Yeah, very. So, I'm
0: sorry, I stepped on that because That's I okay. saw it yesterday too, and it was just wonderful. What yeah, are the other movie. movies? Okay, we number have to two,
1: see? I have not seen Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Not going to oh. see it.
1: <laughs> uh, a Man Called Otto. I keep my. Daughter and I keep saying we got to watch that. We got to watch that. Uh, And I understand with Tom Hanks, it's an excellent film. Uh, Number four, The Mothers. uh, The Mother, I did watch. It's Jennifer uh, Lopez's, where she's a kick-ass kind of assassin. And I like her in those kind of roles. And it was entertaining. A lot of violence, so it's not you know for your little kids, but entertaining. Uh, Ghosted, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Ghosted, which was a spy thing. Um, That was entertaining. I literally just last night watched, and I don't know why, because it was a long time ago that it came out, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantum Man, or something like that. It was fine. It was okay. I like Paul Rudd. I'm a big fan of okay. his. Okay. Well, Michelle that's Pfeiffer. not in the
0: top ten, though.
1: That's in, yeah, that's number six. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's number six.
0: Mine has Quantum Man. What the hell?
1: Oh, that is it. That is Ant Yeah, that's Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah, See. same
1: movie. Um, same movie. Number seven, I understand this is excellent, and I excellent.
0: haven't watched it. I, so we watched it the day it launched. Yeah, Still. And it is excellent. If you were ever a fan of Michael J. Fox, yeah, which everybody if you is. ever liked any of his work, yep, you don't have to be a crazy fan to like Still. Oh yeah. It teaches you an awful lot about the devastation of the disease he has and mm-hmm. Hollywood and all kinds of things. It's an engaging movie and keeps you going. I yeah, I'm gonna
1: it. watch that. Uh, Book Club, new movie, uh not is just out but, Well, this is I think the original, not the new one that's coming out. So there's this there's Book Club two with all, you know, Diane Keaton and Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen and uh Mary Seem that's,
0: that's the one on number eight here.
1: Yeah, number 8 correct. And then you got crater. So that's
0: not the new one? No, no I don't that believe
1: that's new. the new one. The new one is Book Club 2. So I think what you're looking at is that's yes, the original book. Yes, you're
0: right. Club. That's 2018 Book Club. You're yeah. absolutely right. Um, I do have to tell you this passion they're having for And hey folks, I'm an old lady too. Maybe not that old, but, <laughs> but I'm I'm an old lady. I don't have a fascination with seeing older women make fools of themselves in a
1: film. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Book Club was cute. I don't find it funny. Okay, go. Uh, Crater number uh, 9, some kind of space movie. I don't know anything about it. And Scream, the original Scream, uh, even though now they're on Scream 74. So uh, those are the 10. What about TV shows?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting when we see some of the older ones come back and get on the top 10 list before – the new ones come. Right. I think that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number one, top 10 TV shows streaming um, May 11th through the 17th. Silo. Mm, beats me. I got no idea. I'll take Never a look saw. at it. Mm, I'm Never saw Jury it. Duty. Jury Duty, kind of an interesting plot. The guy in Jury Duty does, it's like the Truman Show. He thinks he's really on a jury and it isn't. Yep. I don't know. Ted Lasso, which I adore. It's breaking Love my heart. Show. I'm hoping there's a spinoff with Seth Goldstein. Yeah. Succession. Have you been watching it?
1: Uh, I watched the first season of Succession and then went, eh, nah, don't care. Stop watching Okay,
0: Queen Charlotte, I haven't watched. Nor have I, I, I. like her hat. Yep. Uh, Citadel.
1: Haven't watched I haven't it, but watched. I want
0: to. Diplomat. I am in the <clears> middle of Diplomat. It. Well, you know, the thing is, it, it's a lot easier to watch a movie because you can blast through it than watching a whole season of something.
1: Uh, because yeah.
0: a lot of times, some of the episodes will leave you flat. Right. You know, but you keep going, hoping it's going to get better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Didn't I, don't, I
0: don't know that I have time for that. Diplomat is number seven.
1: Like it, number um, eight. Um, yep.
0: Is Class of 09. Number nine is Love and Death. And hey, Yellow Jackets is totally hanging in there.
1: Still there. Still there. It's amazing. Yep. Hey, that's it for us. There's the music, and uh, as always, thank you very much for listening to us. Uh, Enjoy your week. Have a good one, and we'll see you next weekend.
0: Thank you for listening. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohn. Please search us in the different uh, podcast stores and subscribe, like, and tell your friends. We'll see you next week, okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.